Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of the Metal and Magic podcast. Um, just a few uh, announcements on this end. Uh, we will be releasing our Tomb of Annihilation podcast very soon. We're just going through the whole new podcast, new place, new acoustics situation right now. Trying to get the audio to sound good. Um, also, we have a Discord server. Join the cast, myself, and superfan John Garcia. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. Everything D&D related. Things not D&D related. Everything. So join our virtual world. Also, this episode is gonna be a long one. Because I just personally couldn't find a good place to stop it. So we went on and on and on. But the good news is it gets all the travel out of the way, uh, random encounters, and it gets them to a new place. So with that being said, let's jump into episode 21 of the Metal and Magic podcast. North Holt awaits. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of the Metal and Magic podcast, where last we left our heroes, they had just gotten a uh, reading from the Oracle... Ashra, and they reached level 7. So we're going to start with Salar, go around, and everybody, let's go, let's talk about level 7. So, for level 6, Warlock, um, I got, what's it called? Dark One's Own Luck, which is pretty rad, because that means I get to basically ask the Demon Lord of Pride to give me a hand, and he'll be all like, hey, yeah, here's a D10. Um... And then I got an additional spell, which I finally took Armor of Agathis. Yeah. Okay. What's your HP at, did you say? Oh, no, I didn't. It's now at 56. <laughs> okay. Mohu. So, at level 7, I got the Stillness of Mind, something I could have used in the last combat. I can use an action to end fear or charming. Weird. And my hit points are at level, I'm sorry, are 54. Level 54. Level 54. Over 5,000. She just, your face is doing the thing. You DM, I'll do the bad jokes. Okay, Karox. Hi, I'm a Squall, and I'm a level, level something fighter, and level three paladin now. So, so if he was a level... Three paladin. Four fighter and level we have seven three levels. paladin. Okay, wait. So that's... James brings up some a good point. So we skipped over two people, and that's because Anthony and Chip aren't here. So, you know, we're adults and things happen and people can't come. So, James, what does Karox have? I am Drake. <laughs> Drake is a level seven pugilist. I gain hit points and something with moxie points. I don't know. Okay, so... I can do extra things. Yeah. <laughs> I hit things with my battering ram. 47 attacks. One bonus action. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Karox, as a level 7 wizard, gets 4th um, level spells. And for my, my spells that I'm going to get, I am swapping out Snare... And magic missile, which is a first level spell slot, for blight and phantasmal killer, which is fourth level spells. Um, and my hit points as a wizard is sixty. <laughs> I roll well. 
fucking <laughs> meat, little fucking fist wizard. Oh, 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 we forgot to silence our phones, yeah. guys. Yeah, hey, everybody, send the phones on silent. Um, so yeah, that leaves radio. that leaves us with Morana. Megan, why don't you tell us what you got? Level okay, seven. so level seven paladin. I've got aura of conquest. Um, anyone within ten feet of me who's already frightened of me will have their speed reduced to zero. And if they start their turn in within my aura, they're gonna take psychic damage equal to half of my level. So three. Okay. And I got another second level spell, Branding Smite. And what is your hit points at? Oh, 68. 68. All right, so. Is that the only aura you have? No, mm-hmm. she's she's got the other, the one that all paladins okay. get that gives a saving throw. Aura plus four to saving throws. It's plus her charisma modifier, so it's plus five. Uh-huh. Right now, yeah, so her, her aura of protection is plus five to anyone within ten feet of her. So, you guys are still, it's still early morning, the sun is just beginning to rise. Um, you were, uh, Carax, I believe you still needed to talk with LaCosta yep. before you left. She's on fine, what's her tits? She's still in a room with you guys. Oh, she's so, in my room? N- no, you guys were in Early the, in the morning? You guys were in the what chamber did we, with what the, did round, we do? the round table. That was some crazy beard. I'm so confused. Are we naked? <laughs> oh my God. Did we do the do? Yes. Nice. Is this just a meme episode? <laughs> this nice. episode's just gone off the rails. <laughs> Four minutes and 43 seconds in. Got my dick wet. Nice. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Time to press the explicit tag. Uh, it's already, it's permanent. Um, <laughs> okay, have oh. fun. So, you know um, Karax, LaCosta, you did mention to her that she was gonna, that she owes you a spell. Mm-hmm. And she pulls you into this large, like, rectangular room. Ooh. There is I a. Like this is there are two like straw dummies set up. I'm sorry, One, straw dummies. Straw <laughs> dummies. Um, there are straw dummies. Uh, one to the left and one in the far back of the room. Okay. And um, she pulls out this scroll, and on it are the instructions and the components needed. And she hands it to you. Um. I look at it. So the scroll itself reads, um, Life Tap is the name of the spell. Um, you see her do the, um, somatic and material components because there are no verbal components to this spell. Okay. Um, two magical darts launch from her hands. One striking the uh, dummy in the far back, the other striking the dummy on the left. And you see a line kind of link them together of magical energy. But nothing really happens because they're both straw dummies. And she explains to you that um, you launch one at an enemy and one at a friend. Upon hit... Uh, the enemy takes necrotic damage equal to 2d10 um, 
plus your spellcasting ability modifier, which is intelligence for you. And your friendly creature regains temporary hit points equal to the damage inflicted. Um, if the attack misses, you don't roll an attack against the friendly. You only roll your attack against the enemy. Yeah. And if you miss, the uh, friendly still gains hit points equal to your spellcasting ability. Oh, just the modifier? Just the modifier. Okay. So even if you miss your attack roll, you're still going to heal someone. Okay. Necromantic healer. Yes, for some reason. <laughs> um, with that, she hands you the scroll. Like she, she furls the scroll back up, takes it from you, does that, hands it back to you. She's like, study this, and you'll um, be well on your way to being one of the first people to master one of my spells. Very well. Um, may I ask you of one more small favor? As I shake my head at the fucking microwave in the background and all the beeping. Um, <laughs> That's fine. I know. Uh, what? What do you want? Um, what knowledge do you have of the Shade Court? Um, she tells you that, um, actually, hold on one moment, let me look at my notes. So she explains to you that the Shade Court, um, a couple hundred years ago, was just a normal graveyard. It's a, like, a hilltop, scary-ass graveyard. Um, but... Roughly a hundred years ago, people stopped burying uh, their loved ones there, and rumors started to <coughs> rumors started to swirl that the um, those who would be buried there would come back as the living dead to uh, wander the uh, land of the Shade Court just eternally. They don't really send expeditions there from the Arcanium. They don't float over it. They just don't go around there. Okay. Um, well, if that's all you know, then that's all you know. It's it's a place of very negative energy. Hmm. One or, that Lacosta says she does not wish to um, partake in. Or positive, you know, the way you look at it. If you want to be an optimist or... <laughs> Pessimist. I think that's the, the Pessimist. Word. Pessimist. Yeah, that's what I said. You yeah. said pestimist. No, pessimist. Pessimist. It's okay. <laughs> we um, have the recording to prove, prove it. it. <laughs> so moving on. You um you have anything else you want to ask her? Um No, that's a Does anyone have anything else they want to do before they are ushered to the teleportation circle? I suppose I'm going to take out that wonderful wand of wonder whatever that I got that has one charge that I never used. Okay. And I'll just be like, here. Who do you hand it to? Uh, It doesn't matter. Elliot, Um, because I like (laughs) him. Elliot was who I was going to pick. Elliot thanks you for returning uh, Arcanium property after you had no use for it. He appreciates it. But very nice I figured if I didn't use it in here, then I probably wouldn't use it out there, so... Okay. Did Trake ever 
roll for his ten so tentacle arms? Yes, he did. He was. He got a two. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah, he's fine, sort of. Yeah. So, um, anyone have anything else they want to do with the Arcanian? Um, I don't think so. Uh. While James thinks, Morana. <laughs> You got anything? I would like to know what my snow globe actually is, but not enough to show it to Ellie or anybody. So you're going to keep your snow globe a secret? Yes. Secret snow globe. Okay. It's mine. All right. James, what are you thinking? Why are you using the largest dice possible <laughs> right next to the microphone? Everybody, guard your ears. <laughs> this is your own I'll warning. I'll it away. Mine is behind a tray. <laughs> Thunk. Well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> it was still loud. I did it gently. So what are you doing? What are you um, Twenty one perception while we're heading to the circle. Okay. So you guys go down um, fifteen flights of stairs. Um, you see that it's obvious that they haven't cleaned up very much. Like the those of you who saw. Still the, the aftermath. Yeah. Those of you who saw the teleportation of all the living prisoners um, realized that it was just that. It was a dispatching of prisoners. It wasn't a magical cleanup of the entire island. So there's still, like, fires that need to be put out and bodies all over the place. And when you get down to the courtyard, you see that there have been there are a few mages out there just like putting bodies in a pile. And um, James, with your perception, you find the one you're looking for. It was it was literally I was making it a twenty, but you got it. So yeah, it was a twenty. I know. Um, so like. His face is still shrouded in darkness. Well, you pulled the hood down. Oh, I did pull the hood And down. then he was thrown 15 stories. Yeah. So the so hood's I'm, there, but the rest of them... I'm, well. I'm gonna... He's I'm, a bit mush. I'm gonna go inspect the hood and see if there was any damage from the fall and do an arcana check on his body. That's <coughs> gonna be a 16. Okay. So... Do I feel the Arcana check? Any magic? You feel divine magic still emanating from his cloak. Um, I'm gonna ask the guards uh, what they plan to do with the bodies, and then well, I raise them all from the dead and I well, take over they're the not, Arcanium. They're not guards; they're oh. just other mages. But the one you find, he kind of just—he's like. We're putting them in a pile. We're going to sort them out later. Um, I assume those who fought against us will probably be burned. Uh, those who fought with us will probably be interred somewhere with honors. Can uh, can I have this? <laughs> you just got to point it. Can I, can I have that? Um, kind of like lifting the hood up on the guy. He's like, Sure. I, I give no shits. It's not mine. It's just gonna burn. 
Okay, well, I'm going to take it. Okay. It's not, like, tattered or anything from the fall, huh? It's not any more tattered than it was before he was thrown off the bridge. <laughs> no, you. when you saw him, like, it's, even in the description, it's a tattered cloak. Uh, so, it's supposed to be. It's not any more tattered than it's not that's supposed to be. Uh, uh, this tattered it. green and black cape with a deep hooded cowl seems to be stitched with a blood red thread. It emanates a strong necromancy and divine magic. So, just uh, until you can identify it later, just write down whatever you want to represent it. And I'll give you the stats when you can identify it. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, LaCosta says, have you finished shopping? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. cool. So. This does just, this cloak seemed interesting when we were fighting him, but. He was thrown off the bridge before I had a chance to <laughs> check it out. <clears throat> so, and then I just so happened to see him. LaCosta looks at you guys and she's like, I feel that our payment to you wasn't up to par. Um. So here you go. And she claps her hands together. And when she raises it, a like sack of money appears as her hand raises. Okay, so I'll grab it. Mohu and kind of like a nose, like ah, minor illusion. That's impressive. No, not even a little. I grab it. You grab it. Okay, it's a heavy sack of money. Okay. Until you can, unless you want to pour it out right now, and count it. I'll no, you. I'll count it later. Okay, cool. I already counted money for you guys once. Did it perfectly <laughs> fine. I don't remember ever getting one. You did. She did. She and Trey in a bar. Yeah, it was me and Trey in a bar. You were sleeping. So Trey and her got money. No, no. She, she spread God. it out evenly. I did. Trey called on to me because he didn't know how to math. No, I say no. she's, she's too proud to steal from us. All right. I don't need to take so your money. She motions for you guys to get into the center of the tra- uh, teleportation circle. You okay. do the thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, she starts doing the somatic components, and you guys feel weird as these, this, like, bright light hits your eyes, and then when you open your eyes again, you're on the ground in the center of Nifflin Helm. Mm-hmm. Um, everything down here seems fine. Like, people didn't even know what was happening above you. Well, they didn't know before, so I don't expect them to know after. Uh, hey guys, hashtag Floofwash2018 oh, is active. Oh, shit. Where? Right here. You're touching the floof. I am. It's back arched. Okay, so back you're back business. on solid ground. Well, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I think I need a drink. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, something we agree on. Did you just tickle my balls? No, Is I'm, that what that I'm, was? I'm twiddling my stick. Oh. Wait, that's even worse. 
hand motions. Good for audio. Eventually, you know, we'll get some cameras, maybe. All right, so uh, Mohu and Karox want to go to the bar. Where do Morana and Salar wish to go? Uh, well, since Trick already decided he's following me, and I'm assuming that he would really want to go to the bar and get some food, I'll go there for Trick. And for food. Okay, Morana goes to the bar. Everybody goes to the floating flagon, which, off note, thank God we record these fucking episodes, because I didn't write anywhere what this bar was called. What what about (laughs) Squall's opinion? Squall is coming with you guys. Okay. All right. He's there. He's invisible. It's fine. Um, and I pull out the loot, and I play the power ballad of our mighty battle in the sky with a performance of unnatural 20. So it's early in the morning, and the sun is just rising. And I'm hammering on this loot for and all And there's it's in no me. one on the street. So you don't get any money. It's just... And you actually hear something it's like, just a, Shut the fuck up! It's just I a, just saved your life! Bleeding eardrums. It's so loud. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should just go back to the individual. <laughs> no, this might cost too much money. Um, It's an amazing mic. Now the gain's going down. Yeah, I'm just turning it down a little bit. So... Um, you guys make it to the floating flagon without much effort or needing to read street signs. You remember where it is. Mm-hmm. It's only been a couple of days. Uh, We're up there a couple of days. You are up there. Two days. Two days, which is one day down here because of magical haste spell cast on the island. Is my cart still outside? Yes, your cart is fine. Thank you, Jesus. Do I have a spare flask? What? I don't know. Do you, I don't know your character sheet. No, I don't. Okay, then. I have a question. Do I got an extra great sword? I don't know. Go <laughs> read your sheet. I, I was a, hoping for a quick yes. Okay, I a, Jesus. I have a question. Um, so it's magical haste up there to increase the time spent, you know, to mm-hmm. the flow of time. That way you have more, I guess, more time. They work what? twice as fast up there. Okay. So, like, doesn't speed a up there day either. down here is two days up there? Yes. So do you age twice as fast? No, I just said no. You don't age twice as fast. Oh, okay. No, it's just you're under the effects of the haste spell, basically. It's like drinking seven energy drinks. You die. You would die. I don't recommend that, yeah. Coming from the fucking health professional, it's like drinking seven energy drinks. You get a permanent haste spell. I thought it was funny. It was. Yeah. Because it came from you. Um, Okay. And because we shit-talked it. So, you guys get it to get to the floating flag and you recognize the same bartender as last time you were there. It's the guy with the bad New York accent. Mm-hmm. Um, I holler across the bar. Let me get a blowjob. It's a shot. It is, it's, oh, it is a like, shot. What? <laughs> it, it, He's yeah. like, oh, that's, uh, that's Barnice's brothel and breakfast buffet. It's down the road. No, no, no. The, the, the shot. Blowjob. My dude, we only have ale. As he takes a cup and he slams it on the counter and it floats up into the air, fills with a ale from a barrel and floats into your hand. <laughs> Can I get a flippery nipple? Looks like you already got one. Oh, dick. <laughs> uh, this episode. This episode's going to be called Off the Rails. <laughs> um, Train off. So track. there's an open table, but it's a busy morning. For some reason, there are a lot of people in the bar. 
hmm. at like 5 a.m. Because I wrote that on my shit. So, uh, 14 perception, is there anything um, interesting being talked about? Um, you overhear a few conversations about the fact that the Arcanium should have moved on already. There's no, they don't know why it's still here. And actually, one of the people talking about it is the bartender, uh, because he, if you remember, well, it was Anthony who was talking to him, but Squall had found out that he doesn't really care for the Arcanium. Uh, uh, well, overhearing that, I'll go up to him and be like, well, sounds like uh, you're expecting the Arcanium to have been gone by now. Who are you talking to? The bartender. Bartender. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they still here. They just well, bloody troublemakers. Not to worry, but there was a war going on up there. Myself and my friends single-handedly ended it. The way you're talking makes me personally feel to ask you. You need to like roll a deception check, but I know it's true. <laughs> but the way you're talking, it's, it's more of a boastful. Yeah. So, uh, roll a, roll a persuasion check. Oh, no, I'm not good at these. At advantage, because what you're saying is true. Yes. I roll You're going to win. I just rolled a two. Fourteen. Okay, so he's like, you telling me that the mages were fighting? Yes, uh, Gilmandir. Holy shit, he got it right. It's, uh, has sided with Cedric. I got two right, bitch. Oh, oh my god, high five, yay! <laughs> I did that on purpose. <laughs> this episode's gonna be called R.I.P. Headphone Users. Um, R.I.P. fans, we feel bad sometimes. We're gonna learn correct placement of this mic if it fucking kills you. We just put it up. We hang it from the side. Hang it from yeah. the side. So, um... Uh, he, so Gilmandir sides with Cedric was the last thing you said. Yeah, and uh, her um, bitch ass was too scared to face us because she heard that we were coming. And she knows that no one fucks with the champions, of course. And teleported out that son of a bitch. Um, well, my dude, that is a... Wonderful story that you told me, and I think it's time for me to go to bed. No, um... It's the morning. You... I work overnight. It's the morning. I work the night shift. It's the morning. At the flag. Before you go... No, he, uh... Wait. Uh. So, he's like... So you're telling me that you and your friends here found a way onto the Arcanium and defeated... Defeated Gilmandir... And whatever people that she had helping her. And now everything is better. Up in Arcanium. They're regulating their teleportation circles more uh, watchfully. And they've instilled new um, leadership. And they're about to head off to their next location. Well, hopefully with the new leadership, they can keep their fucking wands in their pants. Um, <laughs> well, they're not having orgies. Okay. 
uh, for your lovely help in saving the Arcanium, I give you free rooms tonight. You're welcome. Oh. I am a better, I am a grateful person, and also, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, so let's move on. Benevolent? Benevolent. I move I'm back. a benevolent hotel owner. I go back to our tables like, got us free rooms, bitches. So, yeah, he gives you five keys. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six keys. Okay. Okay. Um, he had interrupted. Can I get a flask? Yeah, it's like five copper. Yay. And how's the Mohu's brew going? By the way, I'll take a big one. You have a distillery outside. I don't want to walk outside and use my product. You want to buy it. That's what you're asking. Fuck it. <laughs> but buy the flask. Get up. Walk out. <laughs> fill my flask. Bring in the rest of the the half of keg I think I have on the cart. Set it down at the table and just sit there and drink. Like. And they say, no outside food or beverages, yeah. please. Hey, my dude. No outside food or beverages. <laughs> All right. It's fine. Sell our. Oh, I was gonna just say that I wanted to go up to my room with Trake. For some sexy time? <laughs> and, and I'll ask Morana if she wants to join because... For sexy time? As she begins to step away Hashtag from the table and say, hold up. If it's in a three-way. Um, Jeez. There's some uh, distributing to be done. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go do. You want to follow me up there too? Well... I'm not going to let you do it without me watching. <laughs> Are you going to be wearing a Superman costume? He's, he's, just... he's standing in the corner in he's a Superman so costume. Suspicious. He's just like... Mm. <laughs> well, you was just like, I'm going to take Trake upstairs to count my money. And Morana if she wants to join because we... I just to split like... it amongst the three of them. No, I wanted right. to take it, so have a witness, have two she's, she's basically offering, if everyone wants to come watch us count money, you can come I just didn't want to do it in this, like, I'll grab, bar. Yeah, bar I'll grab full of people. I'll my drink and go upstairs. Sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's fine. So yeah. I was, like, going yeah, upstairs. If it All wasn't right. busy, then I'd be like, no, All right, what are you doing? I'll stay down here and drink and make sure that nobody irreputable follows you upstairs and tries to steal our winnings. Okay. okay. So Mohu stays downstairs, everyone else goes upstairs. Yeah. Um, Let me erase money Go bag. take a seat by the ale drink. What's up, my dude? You spend your time divvying this out, mm-hmm. and it's um, 2,500 gold. Okay. Each? Total. Total. No. 2,500. Six of you. So, 400... Like... Well, 400, like, it's like 413 each. Every one here each. has a calculator in front of them. Mine's over there, Charlie. Okay, besides you. 416 gold each. Yeah, you're correct. You're on the nose. But we're going to round up, so 417. So 417 gold each. Yes. So that would put me at... Can you, can you... Money. I wasn't going to cheat no... Bruh, the last time I counted money, I didn't cheat nobody. Okay, so what's happening... Can you can you math for me? Yeah, sure. What's seven hundred and fifty eight plus four hundred and seventeen? One thousand one hundred and seventy five. All right. 
1,175. Cool beans, thank now, you. Now, it is early in the morning. Like I said, the sun was coming up. The sun has fully risen. You can sleep through the day and do what you need to do at night, or you can just spend the day doing what you need to do. Decide where you're going to go from here and take a night rest and leave in the morning or do whatever you want to do. I feel like leaving in the morning would be a better idea. Okay. So really quick, um, I'm going to run through what you all know about specific places, okay? Okay. Uh, one moment, as I have scrolled past what I had sent you all. All right, so you know from NVIDIA, a past party member who informed the group that there's a city in the mountains called Bursk. All she told you is that there's a guy there who calls himself the Bandit King and he makes awesome cookies. Um, Mohu knows that there's something wrong with the people in North Holt. They are suffering, they're in despair, their aura is not the same as it used to be. That came from the Ale Drake. Mm -hmm. You all know from general knowledge that if you look to the southwest on your map, there are two places, Iron Keep and Deep Castle. You, both, you know that they are both uh, dwarven kingdoms. Um... Mohu has been to Deep Castle. Uh, that's where he yeah, met some brew. dwarven brewers. Um, you know, Mohu, that they are hill dwarfs at Deep Castle. Um, those of you who are from or have spent time in Glim, like a long period of time, so Salar, Karox, um, that's about it. You guys know... Everyone knows of Witch Bluff. It's a small dust town out in kind of like the western desert, western wastes over there. Um, but you two know that it's a weird little town with a big casino. That's their main income there is the casino. It's like an Indian reservation. Yes. Sure. Oh. Ain't nobody um, going to listen to us. <laughs> There's That's what they are! So there's a, um, there's a place to the south of Witch Bluff called Fogtown. It's another dusty little town. Nothing really uh, notable about it at this point. Um, all you know about a town in the mountains where the windmill is, is it's called Cog Peak, and it is a gnome city. They don't venture out very often. They're kind of, uh, they kind of like to keep to themselves. And, um, everyone roll a history check. If this was Pathfinder, I'd have to a knowledge geography check, but they don't have that, so roll history. Ah, another freaker! I lost my die already. I don't know shit. History, history. Unnatural 20. 12. Was, okay, so I'm looking for 18 or better. Nope. Fourteen. So, Salar's got a roll still, or did you roll? No, I rolled it, and it okay. was a twelve. I All right. rolled on my so, own So, Morana, you have heard, like, legends of a town called Rockspire. It's not on your map. You don't know where it is. But you know that there's, like, this mystical kingdom called Rockspire 
It's said to be carved out of, like, rock formations in the desert, but you're not sure if it's the Western Wastes or the Void. Um, that's about it. So geography-wise, also, just to top this off, Mohu knows about the um, Elven City and the Wildmore Forests. It's just called Wildmore. Okay. Um... So yeah, um, you guys have some thinking to do, and some deciding on where you want to go next. James found out about the Shade Court, you know exactly where that is. The floof touched me. <laughs> Hashtag floof touch, 2018. I feel honored. It's the, uh, it's a new necromancer spell called floof touch. Touch a floof. Um, Don't touch me. <laughs> so, you've got a plethora of places to choose from. Um, what are you thinking, children? Well, I kind of want to go wander over to the Eldrake. If he's awake. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, you know, we, we travel the northern coast, hit up North Hole. And then Witch Bluff and then Shade Court and some stuff. Why do so, you want to go to the Shade Court so bad? Because... It's called the Shade Court. He's yeah. a necromancer. <laughs> There's, you know... Um, an uneasy aura that surrounds the place. And there's bound to be some good knowledge for me there. I kind of personally want to head to the Grey Marsh. So Grayson Salar wants to head to the Grey Marsh, and we know from text messages that Trake will follow Salar. Because I'm rad. Um, for purposes of Anthony's character, I'm going to flip a coin when it comes down to two votes, mm-hmm. like one versus the other, and well, whatever he, whatever I flip, he picks. Um, but what I say about going to the Grey Marsh is we don't have to go there directly. We can stop at Northhold and then go into Witchbolt, but then instead of heading straight up to the, the Shade Court just yet, we can head south. So we can still touch on those other towns and cities, but <clears throat> judging by that weird, creepy old guy wink that we saw... Um, feel like maybe we should well, find ways to make ourselves stronger before we get there. That and, you know, there are people's loved ones that are buried there and they aren't able to rest in peace because, you know, and possibly an evil force is raising them and might even be raising an army for Cedric and that could be why that you know, there were apparitions roaming around in my vision as well. It could be something to look into. It could be. But so could the Grey Marsh. What's in the Grey Marsh? Possibly something to help make us stronger. Under what basis do you have to think this? My vision oracle thing? Which my was... <laughs> You could see it playing out in front of you. It's not my fault if you weren't paying attention. Okay, well, there's something that might possibly make us stronger. 
And then there's something that might possibly be raising an army of undead to go against us. Yeah, so we should uh, probably that sounds more go... up your field of yeah. expertise, right? So, so why not go get something? I know the dangers of an undead army that could be brought. And this is the fun part where I just get to be quiet. And and I say for those of you at home, Matt just pulled <laughs> out the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be better to nip it in the butt when nip it in the butt. The numbers, <laughs> right in the butt. You know, penetrate it in the butt when the numbers are lower than the thousands that it could be. People have been burying people at the Shade Court for hundreds of years. How do we know that they haven't all been raised to we begin don't. with? That's why we should check it out. I agree that we should go there. I just feel like maybe we should all get a power up before we do. Get a power up. <laughs> well, the other Hashtag problem get good. Is, the other problem with that is we're dealing with the dead. Uh, whereas in Northhold, we'd be dealing with the living and actually saving some lives. That's why I'm Which saying we can still hit the way to the Northhold and Witchblood. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I'm down. All right, if, if I may suggest. I'm not even saying that we have to go straight to the Grey Marsh. I if I may suggest, pick an immediate destination. Well, Don't pick a trail of destinations. Pick your immediate destination, and then as things get clearer along the way, you can come up with where you're going to go next. Does that help at Is all? Is God speaking I to think us? we already kind you of... feel this overwhelming <laughs> urge. <laughs> you feel the overwhelming urge of... Pick a place already. I think no, we no. actually have our first, our next, like, two major stops chosen. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty chosen. sure our first stop is North Holton. North the... Holton and Witch Bluff. I'm pretty sure we were thinking about Sorry. those two first. And then it's really just a matter of if we're going to turn south or north. Yeah. Who knows all it is, then? So, you've kind of decided where you guys want to go from here directly. Um, Mohu, I believe you wanted to talk to the Ale Drake. Yeah, just kind of wander over. Hey, little buddy, you remember me? He He's kind of still waking up, but he, he cracks open an eye and he's like, Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I don't remember his voice, so we're doing this. That's fine. Oh, you, you just woke up. We can talk later. It's okay. Ah, uh, man, what's your need? Actually, I was wondering if you had any information. And then just kind of sit down next to him and... <laughs> Stroke his I have, belly. He's like, I have lots of information now. What, what specifically? <laughs> Stroke his little belly. I'm looking for a uh, <clears throat> stone gate to the Darklands. Have you ever heard of that? Um, you looking, looking for a gate? Yeah, it's a stone gate. Like, like. Magic or like, like rod arm. I would wager magic because I have to figure out how to open it, and I don't remember seeing a door. Well, there's the only weird stone thing I know about is, uh, and he kind of looks up in the air trying to figure out directions, and he's like, uh. Southwest, there's uh, the very, very tip of the Southwest Peninsula over there, by the by volcano. You mean like by Deep Castle? S- more south than that, but yeah, kind of. Hmm. 
Okay. That's a that's an ancient stone structure. Uh, we never really... It's not written down anywhere as to what it was for. It kind of just has existed and does exist and continues to exist. But oh, nobody really knows what to do with it, so we just kind of leave it alone. Alright. Well, cool. Thanks, my little dude. Um, and he kind of closes his eye and rolls over. So, um, does anyone else have... Let's do this. Does anyone else have anything they want to do in town? It is daytime. Does anyone have anything they want to do in town? Or are you guys kind of just chilling and waiting for night, go to sleep, wake up and leave in the morning? You, you came back to the table, I'm assuming? Yeah. I'm going to ask him so, what he, uh, if he got any more information from his old dragon friend about North Hulk. Holt. Uh... No, actually, I was seeing to a personal matter that you may uh, have to help me with later. Huh. Well, we are a group, and we've been helping each other so far, so until situations change, I suppose we will continue to help each other. But, yeah, no, nah, I got nothing else to do in town. Salar? Mm. Eh. Nah. Man, if Anthony was here, you know he'd go to Lucius's. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you no, want us to go no, to see? No, no, it was just, it <laughs> just popped in my head. I was like, damn, you mm, know. Baby, you want me to go to Lus- Lucius's load? I've been there, like, baby. He would be sitting there going, mm, baby, right back. Yeah, no. I've been there like three times. I don't need to go back. I know, I'm saying, if he was here, that's where he'd be. <laughs> but he's not, so he isn't. Um, does anyone have anything they want to do, Morana? Salary said no? I mean... I said No. When 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 we're done for the day, I'm gonna identify my cloak. Well, let's. We can just. If no one has anything they want to do, we can fast forward. It's night now. Yeah. So if anyone has items they need identifying, or anyone has anything they want to do at night, let's get it going. How much gold did we get for the arcanium? Four hundred sixteen. You got a gem worth five hundred, and then four hundred and seventeen gold. Seventeen. That's what he rounded. Um, so, James, you're spending the time to, uh, cast Identify as a ritual, I assume? Yep. In my room. <laughs> Alright. It is called Death's Cowl. And here's what it does. Um, this deep hood shrouds the face completely. It's a tattered black and green cape with a deep hooded cowl that seems to be stitched with a blood red thread. Um, while the hood is up, no one can discern your identity. Also, it allows you to become completely invisible while standing still in dim light or darkness. It does not take up an attunement slot because it is a divine gift. Oh. And none of them do that. Um. So, that's what that does. Um. 
Do I get any benefits for having two of the set pieces? A two set piece bonus. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. That's why in the chat I was telling you guys you could mix and match God parts. And, you're, and Eric said, oh, but you'd look real janky in the cutscene. <laughs> I don't want to share God parts. But yeah, so anything else, Kyrox, tonight? That's it. Morana. There's nothing you want to do. Okay. Um, Mohu. Anything you want to do? No, I'm just going to kind of go up to my room, uh, meditate on um, the vision that I had. You know, just trying to think about it a little more, trying to get a clearer picture in my mind. So you're trying to just meditate on your vision. And you can actually recall your visions, like, with ridiculous accuracy. You can replay them all in your heads perfectly. Yeah, basically just doing that. Um, you see the same thing, the stone arch. You go through the arch and you're in this dark, foggy place. You see that gaunt panda bear man. <laughs> panda bear man. Man bear pig. The um, last time I play a pandakin. <laughs> sorry. Uh, you see that pandakin, he's gaunt, he's skinny, he's frightened, and, you know, the whole thing. Like emaciated skinny? Emaciated, yeah. He's he not emancipated, but emaciated. Um, but That's terrible. He he looks rough. Um, but you're not gaining any new insight. Yeah. Salar. Um This is a very good question, because Salar, I've got a lot of thinking to do. <laughs> I've got a lot of contemplation and, like, soul searching, but, like, I don't even know if I have a soul to search. Um. Oh, yes, I forgot to tell you, genetically made creatures don't have a soul. No. <laughs> I mean, a fairly emotionless creature, maybe. Um, so, basically... What's happening with Salar is I'm just kind of going to spend a fair amount of time before sleep really thinking over my options, um, looking over pros and cons and trying to come to a solid decision without really trying to think too hard on it because there is one person that I do not want to find out like I do not want to find out about anything and we all know who that is um do not want Trake no it's Corvore bro it's Corvore I don't want him you know sensing my doubts but I do want I don't know maybe some Clarification, maybe uh, a little bit more information from Alaron. Okay, so... So I guess I'm kind of focusing on that. But focusing it in such a way to where it's more so about the armor. <laughs> okay. That I saw in my vision. So, as opposed to, yo, I want to be friends. So I was a dream later at night. Or corridor or whatever. 
Corridor. <laughs> and we're back to the announces Salar for going for the celestial round. James, why you got now you changed my notes? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean seriously, that's what she wants that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm okay. gonna like I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily say meditate because she's not really one to meditate, but she is going to be in some really deep contemplation. Um <coughs> wondering if there's a way maybe to contact Alaram. Without okay. being extremely obvious. Okay. Um, does anyone else have anything else they're doing this night? Trach eats chicken and sleeps. Yes. All the chicken. Yeah, the okay. most gigantic chicken you can find. And owlbear. The night passes. You all have a long rest. You feel great. Um, Salar. Do I have a dream? You don't. <laughs> You don't have a dream, you don't have a vision, you don't get this nice warm feeling cool of beans. a god. You just are left with the same questions you had before you went to bed. Um, so I wake up kind of frustrated. Um, when you guys wake up, what do you do? I'm going to study my spell scroll a little bit. Okay, so you spend time studying that spell scroll enough to learn it. And add it to your spell list. Damn, one try. I'm good. But, um, first time you cast it, you're gonna have to roll a d100. Yeah. And I studied enough to, like, memorize what you need to the do. hand motions and stuff. Yeah. But if you get under a 50 on the d100, it fails. Okay. And if I get over, I roll a disadvantage to attack. Sure. What? Because <laughs> a 50 is like 50-50 chance. Well, if you get a, a 50 or better, you know the spell and you don't have to roll the dice anymore. Oh, okay. No, no, we, we would need 50 dice and 50 more dice. 50, 50. Whoa. That's a lot of dice. I don't think um, that's a lot of dice. Yeah, so, that's a bit too much. Uh, Moses, what do you do when you wake up? I uh, head down to my cart start kind of loading it up and getting ready to go. Morana, what do you do? I guess I'm just getting ready to go. Okay. Salar. Uh, a b- little bit more time in contemplation, but this time I'm actually like going to examine my mark and see how it's spread. Because I haven't done that in a while. It's, it's up to your elbow. Okay. But not really any further. But it's, it's like swirling around your arm now. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay, of course I'm putting my, my gloves back on. Oh, apartment living. <laughs> what was that? I don't know, someone maybe someone flushed, flushed the toilet. toilet. Guys. Is that what that was? We That's live what in it a, sounds like. like a being. No, I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. I don't usually hear that noise when I live here. Um, moving on. So is anyone downstairs? I mean Raise your hands. That'd be me. I'll go down there afterwards. How about like an hour or two? Right. I'll be down Inside there. or outside? Outside. Inside. Inside for Morana, outside for Mohu. In. Alright. Um, you're downstairs for about 10, 15 minutes when this guy runs, like, opens the door and walks in. and He's a younger guy, maybe late teens, early 20s. Um, and he's got a, uh, like, a messenger bag. And those of you who are downstairs, roll perception check. Um, I think the worst thing 
Yeah, they're the worst things. Can I use my passive? Nope. Unnatural 20. Nope. She saw it. Okay. Nothing. Morana, you notice on his messenger bag, it's like engraved, like embroidered with the um, magical message delivery service logo. He's a magical mailman. Um, so it just says. It says M M D S, and there's uh, like a starburst pattern with an envelope flying through it. All right. <laughs> yeah, made that up on the spot. Um. So, like most of this, um, he, uh, he opens the door, he shuts it behind him, he's not rushed or anything, and he kind of looks around, and he's like, is there anybody here called Morana? I'm, I'm gonna put my hand on my weapon, but I'll say yes. He kind of walks over to you, and he pulls this bag up, and he puts it on the table, and he opens it, and he pulls out... Calm? Huh? Is it a bomb? Yeah, he says... Oh, <laughs> I was gonna go there, and then I decided better of it, but you did it. Yeah. Oh. Count, <laughs> count on me to not give a fuck. Ow. I hurt myself. The bomb um, went off and hurt The bomb went off and it hurt my arm. Uh, he pulls out a box roughly the size of a shoebox. Um, my gerbil died? Yes. And on top of it, no, on top of it, there's a scroll, like, wrapped up, and he just kind of hands it to you, and he pulls out, he, he goes back into his bag, and he pulls out a clipboard, and he says, sign here, please. There's a line with an X next to it, and he hands you a quill. She, for those of you at home, she's, um, motioning hesitantly, signing I'm illiterate, leave me alone! Okay, you scribble enough, and he's like, nah, it's fine. Gotta go. And he puts his stuff back in the bag, and he leaves. Um, and you have a scroll and a box. What's in the box? You open the box first. The letter. The, okay, so the letter is actually blocking the opening for the box. She, like, ripped it off, throws it away. I mean, like isn't that what you do with letters? Ever. Yeah. No one reads the cards, and those that do only read it to be polite, because they can... I know, that's down. what I do. No, they, they do it looking for shit. money, dude. Yeah. Is there <laughs> money in here? Oh. You open it like this, so the money falls out, and you look like you're going to read it, but you're really waiting for the money to fall out. Um, and then the money... What you, are, you, are you opening the box, or are you reading the letter? I'll read the damn letter. Okay. That I can't so, read. You can. What's your intelligence? It, you speak common. It says so. You read and write and speak common. It says so in the book. Well, hold on. What's your intelligence I can read. Score? What's your intelligence modifier? Twelve. Oh, yeah. You're fine. You're above average. You can read in cursive. <laughs> <laughs> you mean elven? No, cursive. Wait. <laughs> All right. So Still this letter is written to you. Aren't able to do. This letter is written to you in common, and it says, Morana, I'm hoping this letter finds you and the others well. The king is dead. Like, simply. Oh, fuck. He passed to the aftertimes peacefully, and I, Aurelia, have ascended to the throne as queen of Winterwater. <laughs> Who needs Sirenscape? We've got Jay. <laughs> um, in doing so, I have learned many of the kingdom's secrets. One of which is the existence of, and subsequent deletion from, history... 
of a seventh god. From the writings of my father, I've learned that his name is Kazavan, and he was the god of chaos. A thousand years ago, and she has a short summary, it says, A thousand years ago, after the last great war, King Mor and his allies, including our late king, Amakir, decided that Kazaban was too powerful and active to continue worship. In doing so, they underwent a process to remove him from history. This including hunting down um, and hiding his divine gifts. King Mora entrusted my father with a part of this set. I have decided that this powerful relic should not continue to stay hidden from the world. Its power could be too useful in the correct hands to end the conflict between us and Cedric. Please take these bracers and use them to strike fear into the hearts of those who would side with such an evil force. Good luck, Aurelia. So you got a divine gift! So you read the letter, mm-hmm. and you have a box. I open the box. What the fuck is happening in my apartment? <laughs> you open the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? Eric finally gets that. Yes, I finally understand that reference. <laughs> <clears throat> so inside there, the box is are a dick in the box. No, no not it's, this a, time. it's a severed head. All right, so they are metal uh, bracers that appear to have been forged without heat. Hmm. So they're cold forged metal bracers made out of the darkest ebony metal you've ever seen. Um, what do you do? I'll put them on. you like, immediately, like, cool! Slap, slap! What yeah. woman! Exactly. Pew! <laughs> um, so you put them on, and you feel this overwhelming sense of dread. I Every- made a mistake! Everything is <laughs> terrible, and it has always been terrible, and it will never get better. And then, after a few minutes of feeling this terrible anxiety and dread within you, you take a deep breath, and you feel the best feeling of relief you've ever felt. I didn't make a mistake! <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. They're the bracers of emo phase? Yes, the bracers of the slight emo phase. Bracers of depression. Like she was about <laughs> to put on the eyeliner and then put the eyeliner down. She's already wearing that eyeliner. You know that. Yeah, <laughs> She's listening to some MCR. So, mechanically, here's what you can do. It's a good band. <coughs> what band? MCR. Oh. I am the emo. Says the girl with the royal blue hair. It's, it's not gorgeous. royal blue. It's, no. it's voodoo blue. It's, it's the manic panic no. stuff. It's not. It's not? No. no. Hey, it's edgy. I got it professionally done, bro. Damn, Three girl. Hashtag, we're going to show you a picture of this on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, show mechanically, off. here's what your bracers do. Um, while wearing these bracers, your presence is intimidating and strikes fear to those around you. You have an advantage on intimidation rolls. Okay. Um, and as a bonus action, you can instill fear in one creature you can see within 30 feet. Dude, this plays so nicely with the aura. Just automatically? As a bonus action. Like, they become frightened. I'm not done. This frightened condition lasts until the beginning or the end of your next turn. So it only lasts for one round. 
And you can only have one of these active at once. I'm touching the floof. Guys, hashtag floof watch 2018. The floof is on the sofa, and two people are currently touching the floof. And it doesn't like it. Nope. She is not happy. So, I know there's a cat now, but did you hear what I said? Yes. I doubt it. it Probably because right. I read it to you, like, a few days ago. <laughs> so. Oh, she was looking at you. Oh, great. So, you can instill, instill fear in one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you as a bonus action. But you can only have one of those feet, that specific type of fear, going at once. Mm -hmm. And it only lasts until the end of your next turn. Mm -hmm. Okay? I know. Um, so, that's that. Um, I, I guess at this time, Karak's probably coming downstairs. Yeah. Packed up, got his shit, ready to go. Yeah. Does anyone have anything else they want to do? No, I'm good. I guess not. I'm good. Ooh, wait. I do want to do one thing. Hmm. I'm going to pull out the journal that answers magical questions. Did you forget? That I forgot about, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to write in that how to contact... Divine or otherworldly beings. Okay. Otherworldly or divine beings. Roll a d4. Jesus Christ. One. All right, so he will get back to you in one day. Okay. Also, I'll put thanks, bro, underneath hmm? it. You'll what? I'll put thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. <laughs> no problem. I'm tracking this book forever. I hope I don't run out of pages. Um, I'm writing in very, very, very small. You're writing very small. small. It's it's so, You said that the ink melts into it, like I like know. like the horror crux. Yes. Tom Tom Riddle's diary. Do you have anything else you want to do? No, I'm still playing at Wonder Woman in the corner. Okay. So you guys get together. Um, you've got your cart. You've got your stuff. And it's time for you to bid farewell to the magical city. You can see that the Arcanium is moving from, like, it's not where it was when you went to sleep. It's slowly starting to leave the city. Cool beans. Um. Good riddance. So, looking at the map here. Yes. You guys are just going to travel the coast, yes? Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, we're going to North Hole. Yeah. Alright, so it's one, two, three. But isn't that all mountains? No, the mountains are in winter water. Oh, okay. Small mountain range. Yeah, it's a short little mountain range. Um, so it's like a three and a half day journey from Niflenhelm to uh, North Holt. Um, put yourselves in your traveling order. I got the card. I'm on the card. Everybody get wherever around the card. Um, I guess... Um... Um, I need my mini. I put it in mean this one. Oh, yeah, this yeah. will be Trake. I'm on the cart. Trake can't fight today. Get off the cart. But I want him to be visible, bro. Okay, I think that proves only one person on the cart. Bro. <laughs> All right, so. Bro. Trake is next to me. Okay. So we're gonna roll some random stuff. Okay. And see what happens. But he's like. In a daze, because he's still sleepy. I'm kind of hungry. Um. 
So, for today, you make good pace. You're traveling at a normal speed, um, which, according to the DM screen, is 24 miles a day. Mm-hmm. What's the weather like? Cold. Uh, you are in the tundra part. You're in the north, so it's cold and snowy. It's the opposite of what it is here, which is hot and fucking humid. Uh, so you actually make it through the first day with no issues. Yeah, I want to pick the pace up, get to North Hole a little faster. Do you guys want to travel through the night, or do you want to try to go faster next day? I'll because faster the next day. I mean, right. we could just keep up the pace that we're at. So if you go faster, you can move 30 miles in a day, but you so take a negative awesome. 5 to your passive perception. Mm-hmm. That is not good for me, bro. I suck at everything perception. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the difference in a negative 5? Yeah, that is true. The difference is that it's in my passive. My passive is the only thing that I ever get to see with. Alright, so who's taking watch tonight? How are you setting up camp? I guess I'll take first watch. I'll take second. Uh, I don't have any mercenaries. Megan, yeah, you Megan take says watch. third. She holds up three fingers. I'll take first as well. You're going to take first? Okay. Uh, Anthony's going to take second, and Trake's going to take third. Um, you guys make it through first watch unscathed. Cool beans. Now I go tonight. Second watch is fine. And third watch is the same number I rolled three times in a row. Everything's fine. <laughs> All 11s. Cool. Eleven um, is a good number. So you wake up. Are you traveling faster or are you traveling at the normal pace? Normal pace. There's no reason to take a negative five. Normal pace, I guess. So you're traveling along the road. The first part of the day goes well. You're moving very well for this pace in the cold. Especially since no one put on their cold weather gear. I mean, Um, I'm resisting, but... Yeah. Um, The second part of the day, however, you encounter a bit of an issue. There are two, like, stagecoaches long ways in the road, and they're on fire. Huh? Um, they don't seem like there are trees that line the road, so you can't really maneuver the cart around the trees or around the stagecoaches. You're going to have to move it. What do you do? Well, I don't have my cold weather gear on. So I go roast the marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, I, I go warm I guess up. we'll go and no. check to make sure that there's nobody inside the roll a perception check. Alright. That's a seven. I'm gonna use a random random dice to mark the road that is broken. Like this is these this is just the stagecoach. Well guys, it uh as far as I'm I, I can see it doesn't look like anyone's still here. Is there snow on the ground? Yes. Start throwing snow on the fire. Okay, you're up against the f- you're right there. Is anyone else up at the Yeah, I'm gonna move up too because I don't see anybody, so what did you roll for perception? A seven. Yeah, you don't see shit. Um, everybody roll per... Everyone that is looking out for people, roll perception. Those okay. of you who are working on putting the fire out, you don't. Okay. 
Morana. So Morana rolls perception. Sixteen? Huh. Okay. You hear rustling in the trees to your left and to your right. Since I don't see anyone, I'm going to do an investigation check to see what caused the fire. Nine. Um, as far as you can tell, it's fire. Nine isn't going to give you like a good investigation check. Yeah. And I guess because I'm investigating the fire. Investigate um, the rustling? Um, you, Eric just picks up every one I put down. I'm sorry, I put it back where they go. <laughs> I don't do well. Megan rolls a one and doesn't really do well on that. But you do know that there's movement all around you in the trees. I guess if we're about to get attacked, so I guess I'll I'm going to be surprised. Because I don't see shit. I was just going to say, hey, I hear something. Um. <sighs> All right. When you when you yell out, "Hey guys, there's something here in the woods," they step out. I don't want to weapons. They step out into the areas that they are on the map. Everyone, roll for initiative. Oh, really? I hate this so I'm gonna much. Gonna take out the DM die. Twenty or better. What? Why are you upset that you? Why are you? Because it was a natural twenty. Oh my god. I'm so fucked. I can't um, get a 20 or better unless it's so a natural 20. I have zero your, to dex. Well, I guess it's time to roll. 12. 18. So, Karox, Salar, um, 15 or better? Thanks for the heads up. 10 or better? Eric, what did you get? I got a five. Megan, what did you get? Eight. Eight. So, Morana. I was so busy putting out fires. Saving people. Alright, Karox, you just watched these four figures uh, step out from the uh, woods, two on each side. Uh, As you look at them, just a brief cursory glance, they... um, it's like a, an elf, two humans, and a half-orc. Okay. What do you do? He's slowly moving forward. He grabs his character. He turns. And he moves five feet to the right. And then five feet I forward. charged the first one with my <coughs> dagger and crossbow. Out, and I'm gonna roll to hit with my dagger. Okay. Fuck. Twelve. Total. Yeah. Nope. Wait, no, thirteen. Sorry, because we have a three proficiency bonus. Yes. Yeah. You hit. Oh yes. It's an easy way to find out his armor class. <laughs> it's like I planned it. <laughs> I didn't. I know. Okay. So you slash at. And that would actually be a 14 because a plus one dagger. Yeah. So you just can't math. No, I'm just forgetting things. Okay, so that's going to be five piercing damage with the dagger. And I'll use my bonus action with a nat 20. Bitches! 
with my crossbow. What was the? I'm sorry, really quick. What was the, the dagger damage? Five with the dagger, necrotic. Okay. okay, and you're shooting with a nat twenty. Who are you shooting? The same, same one? guy. Isn't it like disadvantage at close range? Not when you have crossbow expert. Oh. All right. Follow up. Maximum damage. Make another attack with disadvantage against the same target. Okay. So the maximum damage is going to be ten, and that's going to be a fifteen to hit. That hits. Maximum damage again, twenty. All right, so you see Karox <laughs> run up, stab, shoots him in the head, and then somehow reloads <laughs> and shoots him in the gut, and they fall. I mean, it, it's a crossbow, light crossbow, and I'm wielding a dagger, so it's not like it's a very, you know. And that one falls. Karak's For some reason, Karak's just like, shit up. <laughs> muscle wizard to the rescue, stab, shoot, shoot, die. <laughs> Alright, next up, you got anything else you want to do? You got any movement you want to use? <laughs> um, oh, God, I forgot to give you the green pen. Move ten feet. I'm gonna step back another ten feet, okay. and I'm going to shout. Uh, Fuck if you off. thought this was going to be an easy heist, you thought wrong, and you will now become my servants. The price is wrong, bitch. Uh, uh, uh. Um. So next up is Salar. Okay. A boom, boom, getting up in front of this guy over right, here. What, the one we're going to call number two. We're getting in front of number two. Take up. And so I took up the strongest one. Took out number one. Yeah, the strongest one. We're going to... Okay, so one of them is going to be an 18. The other one is like a seven. It's okay. Um, but it's with my shorts. It's with my, my short sword. It's with my sword sword. So we got... Okay, so you hit with the one. Yeah, I figured it was... I figured the seven wasn't going to hit. That's fine. But we got... Seven of the slashing, and then six cold damage. Okay. And then I'm going to hit my shield once. All right. Uh, None of us. None of y'all. I pass. I mean, yeah, it's decent. I rolled a nine. But it's like... close. Yeah, but like I still like to hit it just in case. All right, so you did seven and six, so thirteen damage. Yep. All right, now it's my turn. So the one in front of you is gonna attack you twice with a short sword. Okay. Uh, that's a seventeen and a twelve. I'm sorry, <laughs> not seventeen. Seventeen plus four, so oh. twenty-one and a twelve. Oh, I could totally use my reaction. To do? To cover myself in ice. But I can only use it once. For a long rest? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to use it yet. Okay. But this is one of those situations where it would work. Oh, okay. But it doesn't. No, so I well, hit. I'm not going to use it. It does work. But I'm not going to use it. You're going to take uh, seven damage. Oh, whoa. Seven piercing damage. That's so much. Ah. Uh, it's a random encounter. I'm going yeah, down. Not really, it's gonna play. 
Um, but it, it's planned to be like a random encounter. Okay. Um, this one is going to move here and attack Morana. That one we're calling three. Uh, two attacks. Uh, 20, not natural, and an eight. So I'm going to just go ahead and roll my one damage die. <coughs> You're going to take four piercing damage. Okay. Four damage. She's just staring at me. She's reading her character sheet intently. I'm moving on. Um, I'm not moving on. Reaction, because you hit me with a melee attack. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, 1d6 fire damage. Hellish Rebuke. Okay. No, it's whatever armor. Yeah, it's the Hellish Rebuke part of your armor. Is it? Basically. It's just... Flames burst off your armor. Apparently. Yep. Um, and with that, we're going to move to the one that's left. I don't remember you giving me that. Yeah. Um, so, that one pulls out a, uh, pulls out two hand crossbows, and it's going to shoot at Mohu. Are you still throwing snow on the fire? <laughs> we gotta go! Let's get to catch the fours on fire. Guys, I'm gonna sit next to this fire while you fight and get my key points back. I can fix uh, it. So, uh, two crossbow attacks, one of which is a 16. It matches. So with that, I will use a reaction. Roll your damage anyway. But I'll use a reaction to deflect missile. Okay, so I roll my damage. It's gonna be... A three. So just on the roll alone, I catch it. Okay, you catch it. The other one, I'll do the nat 20 next. Do you throw it back? But you can... If, isn't it if you... If I want to... So I can catch it just by reaction. If I use a key point, I can throw it back and I roll damage. Yeah. So what are you doing? You just catching it? Well, seeing as a little bastard critted me, yeah. I'll you don't know it. that yet. The other bolt's still in the air. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I will roll. <gasps> yeah, I'll I'll burn a key point to throw it. Okay. Which what's the damage? It's a d6. Okay, so it's a d6. Plus dex. Uh, I do. So I, I throw it back at him with the key point, and I do six damage. Okay. And now I'm gonna resolve the crit. Um. Maximum damage. So you take eight damage. Three. How many reactions do you have? How many reactions do you get? One. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You get one until the round is over. It's your turn again. (laughs) I I was so hoping, because I would have caught that one. You take eight damage. Okay. Lay down. Uh, And with that... We move on to Morana. You got a dude in front of you. He's a half-orc, and he's swinging a short sword at you. So it looks weird. He's got two short swords. But he's huge, and they're little. 
He's swinging at you. <laughs> the floof is playing in the litter box. I hear that. I'm sure everybody hears that as well. It's new, new, good, good. I probably microphone. heard the toilet Eleven. flushing upstairs. Eleven is a miss. That's gonna hit. Okay. <laughs> It'll be a smite. Smite? Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. Kill it. Jesus. Eh. As she moves moves forward with maximum effort. You guys. Twenty one. Twenty one. So number three brings him to negative one. What's it look like when you kill him? I just kind of like bat, bat his head off. With your maul? Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> Mohu. Okay. Make a, uh, no, 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 wait. <laughs> make a deck save. For what? Just do it. So you don't get hit in the head with the head. <laughs> uh, Beat 10. Yeah, 23. Okay. okay, yeah, you start to move just as Morana, like, grand slams this half-orc's head at you. It was the other direction. Oh, I didn't... You were aiming this way with your hands, so I assumed it was coming this way. All right, cool. Don't worry. It's fine. All right, so with that, first attack is a 13. All right, 13 on the spy is a hit. Okay, make a wisdom save. Oh, I'm good at those. Uh, unnatural 20. Yeah, you're fine. Um, take four, five, seven damage on the first strike. Okay. Uh, that's worse. Um... Second attack is 11. 11 to hit? 11 damage. 11 to hit. Miss. Okay. Then the bonus kick is a 13. Which you said hits, right? Yes. So max damage, 8. Okay. Looking kind of rough. Looking kind of rough. Karox, unless Mohu, you got anything else you want to do? No, that's it. That's all I got. Karox, tis your turn. Okay. Um, Karox is going to do some hand motions and whatnot. And then two bolts appear above him, like directly behind his shoulders that are above him. Mm-hmm. You know? One's going to shoot out to the guy. Um, in front of Mohu, and the uh-huh. other one's gonna shoot up to Mohu. Are you testing your new spell? Yeah. Okay. He's like, this seems like a good opportunity since I'm not threatened. Poof! 89. Yeah, you succeed, and now you feel like you know how to cast that spell correctly. And then that'll be, um, that's my character sheet. Oh, paper character sheets. Right? <laughs> okay. And that's going to be an unnatural 20 to hit. Yeah, you got it. <coughs> what is it, 2d8s? 2d10s. Uh, one moment, please. Actually, I had it on my... 
pulled up on my phone. I did too, and then I let it go. Um, it's 2d10 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Yes. I deal 15 damage to him. So, uh, 23 damage. Okay, so what's it look like when that thing kills him? So the bolt is going to hit him in the back. Um, And Mohu gains... 22 temporary hit 23. points, right? 23 temporary hit points. Temporary hit points? Yeah. And, uh... Okay. It's gonna hit him in the back, like, just below the, the neck. Okay. And then you'll see Mohu sees his skin kind of wrinkling and aging at a fast pace as, um... A... I think it describes it as, like, a bright light or something. Um... You launch two magical darts at one ally and one adversary. Um, the foe's dart transfers life force to your friend in a golden flash. Yeah. So okay, so a golden flash appears and Mohu feels invigorated. Invigorated. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good word. You All feel right. healthy. I feel unstoppable. You feel like you have approximately twenty-three extra hit points. <laughs> like on a scale of 0 to 23 you feel like a good strong 23 yeah <laughs> you got anything else you want to do um that is it alright Salar what and I gain 6 hit points even though I'm not down any because of um you killed something yeah right? with a necrotic spell forget the name of that feature Grim Harvest Salar Okay, um, I'm just going to extend my hand out to the person in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not touching, touching or nothing, but my hand, palm out, facing them. Uh, touching Are you point-blank Eldritch Blasting? Oh, no. Oh. No. Uh-uh. That would be a 12 to hit. Does that hit? A 12 misses. Uh, okay. Something just sputters. And then I'm going to hit my shield twice. Alright, so it's a DC 10. I think that's the strongest it's been. Uh, I got a 15. Okay. Alright, now it's his turn. And they're going to... That's the first time I ever really tried to use poison spray, guys. Swing at you twice. I got a nat 20 and a 10. Oh. A nat 20 hits. Double damage and reduce your speed by half. So. Yeah. I ain't moving anywhere anytime soon. 10 damage. Okay, okay. Next up is uh, Morana. Did you count that? Yep. <laughs> For those of you at home, Morana has approached the one living enemy. Thirteen. Thirteen hits. Reroll ones and twos. Just once though. Yeah. 
Eleven. All right, you do eleven damage. He looks rough. Unnatural twenty. No, that misses for some reason. You got it. He has anti-crit armor. Yeah. He's a construct, so he can't be crit in Pathfinder. <laughs> That's a thing? Yeah. Constructs in Pathfinder are crit-proof. Hmm. I believe. Interesting. Did you roll more than one damage? Yes. Because it's physically impossible for you to get less than two. He did. How do you kill? Uh, I she smush. She smushes him. I smush. And she uppercuts him in the balls with her maul. Yeah. Ball maul. A little maul ball? Um. Okay. Um. Roll perception, everyone. No, you can't use your passive. Are there any more? Oh, really? Now you want to roll anything? Jeez. I see nothing. Pete. Well, critical this failure. Oh, so God, Eric! Freaking. I thought that's why you were coming 17. over. You were giving oh, me I didn't sympathy. Know. Yeah, critical failure. Try crit fail. What did you get, Megan? Good. Two crit fails. 17. A 17. 12. And a 12. You both notice that the dead people you're standing over have uh, crescent moon logos embossed on either their armor, an amulet, or a uh, like a cloak clasp. Mm. These fuckers. Broach. And then I eldritch the blast the body. More, Wait, aren't these guys more of the people in line with the wolf then? Yeah, who is in line with Cedric. And if you... No. Do you got know, a 17. Do we know yeah. that? Huh? Do we know that? The wolf's in line the, with Cedric? You saw... The vision that and Anthony had of sure the wolf. I'm we also got like a little bit of information during that botched um, interrogation. You did get a little oh, information yeah. in the interrogation, but you also watched yeah. Anthony's vision where the wolf was created by Gilmandir and Cedric. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, you know that. And uh, with your 17 Salar, you actually uh, kind of track their footprints. You like see where they came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like they've just been following you since you left. Uh, the city. Since These you fuckers, and then I Eldritch Blast the body again. Okay. This one's unusable for zombie. What? She blew him up with... she. He was mush already from the death, but she's just like... That's magic noises. Um, <laughs> that's okay, I was only gonna lose three years. So, um... For those of you, for looting purposes, you've got uh, six short swords, they're not magical, one unusable set of leather armor, two regular, er, three regular sets of leather armor. That's it. Okay. Were we able to put out the carts? Um, with a little bit of time, you're able to douse the fire and clear the debris. Keep there, shoveling there, the snow. Yeah. Is there anything in the carts? No, it looks short? like they were... Put here specifically to block Just the road. Block the road okay. I, I say, hold on, Mahu, I'll help you, and I fireball right in front of the carts to blast snow onto them. All right, use that third level spell slot. <laughs> so the um, the carts are cleared. Um, you continue on with your day. Before we go, uh-huh. I am going to spend a minute to raise three of them. Okay. You got three zombos. One of them doesn't have a head. One of them is headless. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we shit. just took his head and Never stuck mind. it on. Never mind, that's right. She has a, zombies can't function without a head, and she just... 
She did say she knocked his head off. Yeah. You could race two. Nah, that's a waste of a spell slot. Okay. You guys, um, bed down for the night. You bed down for the night. Does anyone have anything special they want to do during their long rest? I'm going to check my book. Does anyone have any... Okay, you're going to check your book. James, do you have anything you want to do? Um... Did you want me to look at that snow globe? Yeah. Alright. Okay, so... That came out of nowhere. Let me pull up my... <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do? <laughs> yeah, you want to look at the snow globe? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, that, I guess that would be one thing that you'd want to do at night while resting. I was going to take it out and stare at it anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Shakes it. Ooh. <laughs> Shakes it, and then it like actually works the magic, and something happens, and we all die violently. We're all pulled into the snow globe. <laughs> yeah. Actually... It was all in the snow globe all along. Welcome to Storm King's Thunder. Shit. She's shaking the snow globe into earth. Like, the, the grounds just start shaking violently. So, um, you identify the snow globe as a, uh, an orb of storms. Hmm. Because if I described it last time, it was uh, like a swirling vortex of volcano... Like, uh, not volcano, a swirling vortex of wind and rain. It's like a giant tornado and a hurricane and... Lightning, it's just a big storm. So it's a one-time use object that when you pull it out and smash it on the ground, you basically make a ranged attack with it and tell me where you're throwing it. Um, Are you staring at the fish, too? Yeah. I'm just staring at the fish. You can cast, um, basically it casts Storm Sphere once. Oh, okay, cool. With it. Um, you guys bed down, nothing happens that night. Your book, you asked what question? How to contact otherworldly or divine beings. Um, you see, uh... And then thanks, bro. You see four words, and it says, are you a cleric? Question mark. It's answering your question with a question. Warlock. <laughs> so you, you say no. I write Warlock. Alright. In and caps. That one I'll get back to you in another day. That was a two. Two days. I thought I was supposed to roll these. You can roll it. That's fine. I roll ones. Go ahead. Roll it. I'll take that one right now. No, no, no. Go ahead. Roll it. Roll it. <laughs> God, now it's going to roll a four. Careful what you say. I'm just saying. Two. Okay. Two days. He'll get back to you in two days. Buffering. Do you have anything you want to do that night? Mm -mm. No? All right, you guys bed down. You go through the night. Nothing really happens. It's uneventful. Um... Why get up. Fuck, were we attacked by the crescent moon bitches? Because they've been trying to attack us for a while, bro. Oh, They're the ones really that tried to kill us whenever what? we. Because they want the divine gifts. I mean, that's a good possibility. I mean, that's why they attacked us as soon as we got the divine gifts. Well, technically, Anthony's character is still with us, and he's an enemy of them, so. Yeah, that is true. Um. Squall probably did, like cut off their emblems and, like, keep them. Yeah, I was going to say that I did that, too, but I didn't. So. Uh, 
So, you guys travel. This is your third day of travel. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can make it there by nightfall if you travel a little faster. What do you want to do? Let's get to it. Let's get there. My passive mm-hmm. perception is now eight. So is mine. Um, as you're traveling, I'm going to roll some dice. Like a I'm flashing detect park, magic right? as we go. It's like a donkey, right? I remember I should get some, a fucking there's elephant. something to it. Yeah, you've got like a mule pulling the cart. Yeah. Um, so first part of the day goes by fine. But Morana, you feel your like path. Like something inside of it's moving. Ew. Yeah, it's kinda like going to one side and going to the other side and going back. Okay. It's like I'll, something's trying to get out. I'll stop and check my pack. You open it? Mm-hmm. Okay, when you open it, you see those boots that you took off of... Well, that you took from Anthony, that he took off of a dead druid. Did and they're... they're give them to him? Yeah. Yes. I meant you took, as in he handed, but not like you stole. Um, and they, when you open the bag, they start to come up out of the bag. <laughs> and they start to gravitate towards Mohu. Dodge the boots. Dodge. <laughs> Not quickly. Oh. <laughs> Why are you throwing actually, boots? Actually, what happens is they come right at you and they stop right in front of you. Okay. <laughs> I think they like you. Hello, boot. Um, the two boots kind of go to the ground and spin around to where they're facing the same way as your feet. Oh, well, it's like slip them on gingerly. Alright, when you put them on, they feel like they're part of you now. They don't feel like boots. They okay, just feel cool. like your feet. Okay. And that's the same with um, James's cloak. Which I am wearing. And uh, Morana's bracers. They don't feel like in, like, uh, in addition to what you're wearing. They feel like they are part of you. Like, Trake's... Uh, Bracers, or Trake's gloves actually fuse to his skin. When when the floof ran past me, in my head I imagined me like picking it up and then getting the fuck clawed out. She of doesn't me. have claws in the front. Uh, yeah, it's just the back. Yeah. Well, she realizes that and just starts kicking me. She bites your face. She All right, bites your face. So um, you don't know what they do. But you got some magic floating boots. Yay! Um, you guys travel. You pick up the pace after that boot situation. And you make it to the large stone wall bordering the kingdom of Northholt. Is this the, the, the gate you gotta get to? <laughs> no. Is it rock? That's done. So, um, when you get there, you hear, um, like, murmuring. No, no. Yeah, it's the Board King! No, you get to the gates, and they're, um, solid, well put together and well maintained metal gates. 
with a stone fence. Standing in front of the fence are two, the best I can describe them are Templar style guards wearing solid black with like slashes of red randomly. It seems random. Okay. Uh, you, what do you do? It's after, it's evening. What do you do? We I'm, wish to enter. Yeah, that, and I'm going to pull out the, I think it was like a half moon pendant that I have. Yeah. And ask him if he knows anything about this symbol. You're going to ask the guard? Yeah. Um, he kind of looks at you, he's like, no. You haven't seen anyone wearing any, like, maybe on, like, their clothing or something at entering the city. No, I don't I don't think I pay much attention to jewelry. Uh but there are some rules if you want to enter this town. What what like. are the rules? Here at North Holt, our leader has outlawed the following activities and um situations, let's say. Music Art, entertainment, alcohol, tobacco, and any form of self-expression. As he's saying this, Mohu's face is just becoming more and more, like, mortified and horrified and just like, Dear God, man, what is wrong with you? You're getting horrified, and I'm actually relieved because of the alcohol (laughs) thing. I'm like, yes, no more temptation. Do they notice he's got a distillery? Yeah, we're going to get there. James had a question. What was that again? Music, art, entertainment, alcohol, tobacco, and any other unlisted form of self-expression. Basically everything your monk does. So the guards say, for you to enter the town, you must relinquish all of the following. Alcohol, tobacco, books, paintings, musical instruments, smoking devices, any other forms of entertainment you have, and any other forms of art. You're not taking my bear nuts away from me. And pull out like a bag of nuts. (laughs) Food is acceptable. What do you mean by books? Any... Pieces of paper bound together that equal a book. That have writing on the inside. This motherfucker's not getting my spell book. I'll fight everybody in this country. Hey, 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 this, is, this is a problem. I'm waiting on a very important answer. Evan, in a book. Does your book have words on the inside of it? <gasps> no, because they disappear. I, I did specifically say it had to have words on the inside of it. Yes. I get to keep so my So your book. spell book, my alcohol, my loot... You can attempt, sleight of hand, to hide, like, your book. Your loot is going to be fucking hard to hide. Where I say, where am I going to shove four kegs? Come here, guys. I need each of you. One moment, everybody. (laughs) Megan's raising her hand. Yes? Can I keep my dirt collection? Yes, you can keep your dirt collection. (laughs) Science, as long as you don't preach it in the streets, is fine. Okay. Keep your science to yourself. We're religious people. James, what are you doing? Deception check of a 17. To, what are you trying to deceive here? Well, I don't have any of these 
items of contraband that you speak of. So where do you usually keep your where do you usually keep your spellbook? In my pack. In your pack. Unless I'm like, you know, like right, while so I'm traveling. Oh, they're gonna you be like in the mask pack. of the old halfling woman that you could watch your birth if you wear? <laughs> Why do I give you people these things? Disgusting. <laughs> here. That's, while you're, wait, 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 while wait, wait, you're wait. saying this, I'll like hand it to him and just be like, here, I don't know, maybe this is entertainment. Does, does Anthony know you have that? Because he would want to use it. I've been saying I, I say so wait, let's like do randomly this. occasionally. They are going to check your bags. Okay. Um, be honest with me if you're not trying to hide something. Okay. Salar, do you have any of those items in your bag? Um They're gonna open your book that that you have. Okay. There there was that um hold on. We're gonna do medieval TSA, let's do this. No. Um Fuck. there was that one book that had information about Yintai. Okay. So, I don't have it written down here, but I know that I had that. Okay. So, so that's the only thing, plus the mask. He's gonna... The mask, he doesn't care about. He's like, Do well, you want to try it on? No, no. Are, are you sure? Because I have a big helmet on. You, it takes up my face. You might... You might... You might change your mind after you after you put it on. Hashtag long episode. <laughs> um, so he uh, he looks at the mask and he's like, "What do you plan to do with this?" I don't know. It's entertainment. You get to he, watch. He looks to his he looks to his partner and they kind of like throw in a box. And he's will like, I be able to get that back? Yeah, on your way out. Okay. Uh, he's and, looking through and, and he takes book. the book. Uh, the entire book, and he puts it in okay. the box. And I'm pretty sure that that is everything that would actually have any sort of entertainment purposes. Now, Mohu. So, while they were talking to oh, Salar, yeah, an 18 to sleight of hand to fill my flask and slip it into my boot. Alright, let's uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> roll the two! I guess while no she's... No amount of modifier gonna help you there. I guess while she's distracting them That's with this basically mask thing, my goal is to distract them Yeah, I'm basically, basically, basically so think, of it as, I'm, think of it as I'm still sitting on the cart. Yeah, and I've, I've yeah. pulled out my flask, I've hit one of the stoppers, right. I've filled it, and then I dropped it into my boot really quick. Yeah. So, here's what he does. He finishes with Salar, and he walks over to you, and he's like... Bear boy. While he starts searching everyone, I'm just gonna walk away. You're you're just leaving? Yeah, I'm just gonna leave. For real? Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna walk away. Alright, well he walks over to Mohu and he's like, Bear boy. I'll be out here, guys. Uh, what you got? And he starts looking through your bag. Well, I have some of the finest brew in the land in these four kegs. You need to park that around the corner. Yeah, I, I got that part. And a magic distillery. No worry, I'll, I'll watch you. That I made so, out of a dead construct. Um, so all of your alcohol gonna have to stay outside. You got any instruments, books, paintings, art? Uh, I have a... Statues? I have my... Induction letter for brewing. I've got a. That's fine. By the way, I'm trying to distract him. So if any of you guys are doing anything, I've got a water a water breathing recipe. I already rolled my seven to sleight of hand. So okay. Well, are you doing it while he's talking? Because I, I'll give you advantage. Well, I'll give you advantage if you're doing it while he's. Yeah, it's a seven. 
Alright, so let me uh, roll on to see if he catches you trying to slight that book. But I already walked away, so... Yeah, well, I mean, I did roll a one. I already walked away. Right. I have another way to get in. Okay. Weird. Alright, uh, so, so, so yeah, uh, he, he's going to take your loot. Not my loot! He's going to take any kind of... He, they're going to take all of your alcohol stuff yeah, and put it on the card kit. and move he'll it. Take... Um, I've got a book on potion making. He's going to take that and plant, put it in the box. Yeah, survival plant book. Put that in a box. Uh, all your shit goes in a box. Yeah, wow. Water breathing brewer recipe. Box. An alchemist kit. Well, they don't know that. This is I'm like going through that the freaking airport oh security. God. That's what I said. It's ye olde TSA. It's like yeah. shaking the fucking niffler again. All right, so you you make sure you put a mark somewhere that marks off the stuff that you have removed. Well, you don't that, have to erase it, but put something next to it on your inventory that you know it's not there when you need it. Right? While, they're, while they're going through all that, I'm just kind of off to the side, cast ritual casting that hut thing. So you're casting Tiny Hut? Yeah, Tiny Hut. Oh, you've got okay. the Tiny Hut. Morana, the, oh, yeah, the other guy walks up to you. And then y'all will have permission to come in. You can bring your stuff in. <clears throat> um, I'm a smuggler. Unless you want to say the friggin' <coughs> Orb of Storm is entertainment. It's not entertainment. So they look through your stuff and they're like, only person out of the group who knew what they were getting into when they got here. And they go to look for Karak, so he's gone. So, you three... Enter? As they open the doors? Sure. Um, they don't question us about one of our party, just... Yeah, he chose not to enter the city. That's not their problem. Nope, not a problem. You had another dude with you, but... He obviously I'll did not choose right to enter. So... That's that. Um, as you enter, you see a large group of people um, surrounding a large wooden platform. Okay, as we get out of like eyesight and earshot, flask out of the boot, dumbasses. So if you would have let me talk about my next sentence. Oh, fuck, what did I do wrong? Dispersed through the crowd of people in front of you, as well as lining the streets, um, are more of those Templar-style guards. Fuck. I rolled a 19 and an 18. So, two of the guards walk up to you. They put their hands on each of your shoulders. Wait, just wait. You don't. You don't do shit. You don't want to end up like another you don't want to end up like Uriel, the last monk that did this. Um, the one guy looks right at you and he's like, no. And he just shakes his head. He takes your flask. Ten to deception. It's my medicine. I need it. Seventeen on the die. Ah, oh, fuck. He takes your flask and he pours it out in front of you. No! Oh, he pours it out in front of me? On the soil. Yeah, flop prone and just like lay underneath it. No, he's he's doing it as he's walking oh. away. He's he's like shivering on the ground. Can I at least have the? You're like flopping like a dead fish. <laughs> Can I at least have the flask back? No. Fuck. Now I gotta go buy another one. <sighs> wow. Um, for those of you at home, 
Uh, with Trake and Squall not being here, I don't have their character sheets. Uh, so if they want to enter, we'll remove the shit from their character sheets next time. Uh, with that being said, those of you inside, with your passive perceptions... Fuck! Of eight? With your pa- Your passive's not like that anymore when you're, you're not traveling. Anymore. Okay. Um, with your passives, you see a few men standing on this large wooden platform, and beneath them, kneeling on the platform in front of them, are um, six figures. They're hooded. Like, they got bags over their heads. They're tied up. They're kneeling. And, uh... One guy at the end is a very large man. He's got a hood concealing his identity. He's standing. He's got a huge great sword. Um, And you hear the words... uh, Actually, one man steps up from kind of the shadows. He's very well-dressed. He's thin, like slender. He's tall... And he's got on, like, these nice vestments and robes, and he's got an amulet around his neck. And he says, These people have been found guilty of the crime of self-expression, of which the penalty is death. And we will see you next week. Damn. No alcohol. Congratulations. You've made it to the end of episode 21. With that being said, if you're still listening, you're a saint. That was a long episode. I think we may have one more episode that's over an hour and a half. Um, That's, again, my bad. I just suck at timing. So, um, with that being said, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell your floofs, because hashtag floofwatch2018 is going strong. I foresee hashtag floofwatch2019 in our near future. Um, Leave us a review on iTunes. Any review helps. You know, five stars is good. Four stars is good, too. Three stars is fine. You know, leave us any kind of criticism you want. Uh, Find us on Twitter at Metal and Magic Pod. On Facebook at Metal and Magic Podcast. Uh, Instagram at Metal underscore and underscore magic underscore podcast. The longest name in history. Um, But yeah, so with that, everybody, have a magical night and a magical life.